The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. Your host is Chad Austin. There's no time to get yourself into shape. Like right now, you'll learn how to overcome the day-to-day excuses and start working on the rest of your life. The results will come as you go and will just keep getting better and better. Now, here's your host and motivator, Chad Austin. What's up, everybody? I'm Chad Austin. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. Last week, I started the show by putting you through an accountability checkup. This is something that needs to be done at the beginning of every week just to keep you accountable to your plan. This is something I do myself with my clients and my own goals just to keep myself accountable to it. Good habits are made through lots of repetition. So by doing this at the beginning of every week, eventually it will just become a habit for you. So we're going to begin today's show doing the same thing, only this time you're on your own to do it. You're going to do it by yourself. So if you're a first-time listener today, here's what you need to do. Go to my Facebook page link. So on the Voice America page, on the right-hand side, there is a link that says Chad Austin Fitness Facebook. So let's click on it. And when you go to my, it'll take you right to my timeline. And you can either scroll down on my timeline to September 14th, September 9th. Those two dates, it will have two documents on it. First document is an accountability log. And this is just a weekly calendar that you just put your workouts in. And it will make sure that... You get, it gets rid of the biggest excuse we make that we don't have time to get our workout in. So you schedule it in your, work, in your day, you've got time. And the second document is a fitness evaluation sheet. And this is just going to, you're going to use this to grade how you did for the week. Okay? Both of these two sheets are designed to help you stay accountable to your fitness plan. So remember that for any goal, you can have the best game plan in the world. If you don't stay accountable to your plan, you can't expect to get any results. So right now, before we do anything else, I want you to take just a few minutes to fill this out. This way it will make sure that you'll be set up for success for this next week. So if you, if you made any mistakes this last week, if you had any obstacles you couldn't overcome, this will make sure that they won't get in our way this week. So right now, if, this is, if you're not listening to this, if you missed this when it played live and this is a re-recording, then hit pause right now and fill, take some time to fill these out and then when you're ready, hit play again. So hit pause. I spent so much time on this show talking about overcoming obstacles in our lives that we turn into excuses. So I'm very excited to announce that I have a very special guest joining me on the show in just a little bit, Kyle Maynard. Kyle Maynard is a congenital amputee. He has overcome every obstacle he has come up against and has become a champion in wrestling and in life. His story has been featured on Oprah Winfrey Show, on Larry King Live, ESPN Sports Center. HBO Real Sports, ABC's 2020, and Good Morning America. He has a very inspiring book called No Excuses. It was a New York Times bestseller. One lucky listener of my show is going to win an autographed copy of Kyle's book today. Here's how you can win. 
I want you to post your favorite inspirational quotes on my Facebook page. So you can get to my Facebook page by clicking on the, the link on Voice America, just on my timeline. I want you to post as many quotes as you can, as you can think of, all your favorite quotes. The more you post, the more chances you have to win. You have till midnight tonight to post as many as you, as you can. And for every post, there's gonna, it's going to be in a raffle, and the winner will win an autographed copy of Kyle, Kyle's book. So start posting away. I want to see a lot of posts this week. And we will, I will show you, share with you tomorrow morning who wins. To start today's show, I'm going to talk to you about how you can balance fitness in your busy schedule. So last week I had Dave Ward from the Fit Club Network on. And one thing we talked about is that while it's always easy for us to come up with an excuse to skip a workout, sometimes what we come up with isn't as much of an excuse as it is a reason. So like... Uh, I'm watching my favorite TV shows coming on. I need to stay here and watch it. I can't go to the gym. That's an excuse. If my kid is sick, I need to be there with him, or my kid broke his arm, I need to take him to the hospital. That is a reason. Obviously, that takes precedent over your workout, and things like that happen. So this last week, I talked to a lot of my clients, and so I've come up with what I think the biggest reason we face why you miss a workout is family time, that you don't want to miss family time. Imagine leaving the house in the morning, you have your briefcase in one hand and your gym bag in the other. And before you're able to get out the door, your son or your daughter ask you, could you skip the gym after work today and come home and spend time with me? If you heard that, you probably wouldn't work out for a month, right? You'd be rushing home after work every day to, work out, to spend time with your kids. And this happens. But we, most of us are really busy during the day until about 3 or 5. And then we spend an hour or two at the gym. And if we do this several days a week, that doesn't leave a lot of family time. Uh, the good news is that you can get your workouts in during the week in a lot less time than you probably are and still have plenty of time left over. The truth is most of us are wasting a lot of time at the gym because of how we train. So I thought I'd give you some tips today on how you can, you can make this a little better, how you can get more out of your workout in half the time. So here's an example of what a lot of people's workouts normally look like these days. Normally we do between six to eight exercises and we do about eight to 12 reps for multiple sets. And we usually rest about two or three minutes in between each exercise, even longer if our friends are there talking to us, right? Sometimes that makes us stay there longer. While this program would get you results, you can get better results in half the time. The answer is higher intensity and less recovery time. So here are some tips for you. First, make sure every exercise includes multiple muscle groups and uses multiple ranges of motion. So instead of sitting on a bench and doing an overhead press for one set and then doing curls for another set and then doing squats for a third set, do a curl squat press and make it all in one exercise. Or do a squat and a front raise or a squat and a side raise, a deadlift and a bent over row a side lunge, and a cable row. These are all different examples. Step two, instead of counting reps, use high-intensity intervals. So instead of counting reps, maybe go for 30 seconds for each exercise, still making sure you have good form. Always technique over speed equals results. So don't sacrifice form, but get as many good reps in as you can. In every set, still try to go heavier, try to beat your, your amount of reps you did before. So every, keep the intensity high, but do it for time instead of intervals. So normally 30 seconds is going to be between 10 and 15 reps. 
third tip, put your exercises together into small circuits. So for each circuit, include three or four exercises. So maybe a squat with a front raise, a push-up with rotation, a squat with an overhead press, and then a side lunge with a cable row. That'd be an example of four exercises together. And just go back-to-back, 30 seconds one, 30 seconds exercise two, three, four, then take 30 to 60 seconds to recover and start over. Go for two to three sets. So you can include as many small, small circuits like this in your workout as you wanted to. You could do two or three different small circuits, and you can get your workout in in 30 to 45 minutes. And not only will your workout be faster, these high-intensity intervals will make you burn more calories than you normally would, and you're going to keep burning calories as you leave the gym. So I thought, instead of just making you tips today, I'm going to have workouts for you too. So if you can go to my YouTube channel, same place where the Facebook link is on the right-hand corner, there's a link to go to Chalice and Fitness on YouTube. And it'll take you right to my page. I'm going to have a new playlist in honor of my guest, Kyle, today. My playlist is called No Excuses. So right now there's two exercises in there. There's two workouts. No Excuses, the gym workout, and No Excuses, the home workout. So the gym workout, obviously using gym equipment. The No Excuses home workout, if you don't even have time to make it to the gym, you got to get a quick workout in. This just uses all inexpensive equipment that you can find at home. Okay, So take a look at these workouts. Do them. Try them out. You can just... Uh, you open the YouTube channel and do it. Watch it on your phone while you're at the gym or while you're at home. It'll be really easy to to follow and do. Put comments on my YouTube channel on under the workouts or on my Facebook page. Let me know if you like them. If you like them, I'll post more. So I'm going to end this first segment today with one of my favorite stories. This is a story that has been told many times by many different people over and over again. So it has changed a lot. This is my version of it. And I like to call it the story of the brave flea. So there was a scientist that was doing an experiment over the mental toughness of fleas. It was a mental tough, mental, over the mental toughness of fleas whenever they face adversity. So what he did was he took a group of jumping fleas and he put them in a cylinder. The cylinder was, was four feet high. Significance that it's four feet high is because jumping fleas are natural jumpers. They can jump eight feet high. So first, he had sensors on all these fleas just so he could monitor their movement. And at first, he just let them jump. And so they're jumping eight feet high, so they're jumping four feet out of the cylinder and back down, just jumping for hours, just just letting them jump. And after several hours, he decided he put, he put a clear lid on top of the cylinder. So as soon as he put on the lid, you start hearing thud, 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 thud. The fleas were all starting to hit their head on, on the lid. And so it didn't take very long at all. It doesn't take very long at all. And even a flea brain is smart enough to realize that, ouch, I keep hitting my head. It hurts. So I need to stop doing that. And so slowly, they started jumping less and less until they were jumping three feet, 11 and seven, eight inches high. high. So they were coming all the way up to almost hitting the ceiling, but not, and coming back down. And so for a couple hours, the scientist left this lid on. And then a couple hours go by, he takes the lid off. And what do, you think, what do you think happened? Did the fleas resume, go right back to jumping eight feet high again? Now nothing's holding them back? No. Because in their head, now they're convinced that they can't jump that high anymore. If they try to jump that high, if they try to jump as high as they can, they're going to hit their head. It's going to hurt. They're going to fail. They can't do it. They're all convinced of this. So they're all, even though nothing is holding them back anymore, 
they're putting a lid on themselves, and they're only jumping three feet, 11 inches high. They're only jumping half of their capabilities. So some time goes by, and all of a sudden, one brave flea stands up. He says, I've had it. I'm sick and tired of this. I, want, I can jump. I can jump eight feet high. I want to jump as high as I can. I'm going to jump as high as I can. And all of his friends were, no, don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to hit your head. He says, I don't care. I'm tired of being held back. I can do better than this. I'm going to jump as high as I can. And he jumped, and he jumped eight feet high. He didn't hit his head. And then all, the other, all of his friends followed him, and they were all jumping eight feet high again. So the moral of the story is that when someone tells you you can't do something, it means absolutely nothing. Only you determine who you are and what you're capable of doing. So don't let anyone put a lid on your capabilities and don't let anyone stop you from jumping as high as you can. So we're going to take a quick commercial break now. And when we come back, we're going to talk to a man who lives his life overcoming every obstacle that, comes, that he comes up against and continues to prove the world that nothing is impossible if you just believe in yourself. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. I'm Chad Austin. We'll be right back. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Are you feeling slammed and suckered in today's stock market? If so, then you need to tune in to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Jordan Kimmel will train you in what you can do to beat up the big boys on Wall Street, as well as share his secrets to success so that you can buy and sell like a profit-pumping pro. Grab the bull market by the horns and listen to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned into Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. I'm honored to introduce my guest today, Kyle Maynard. Kyle Maynard is a motivational speaker, an author, entrepreneur, and athlete. Despite being born with arms that ended his elbows and legs in near his knees, Kyle wrestled for one of the best teams in the Southeast, sets records in weightlifting, fought in mixed martial arts, and most recently became the first man to crawl to, to the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro, the highest mountain in Africa, which awarded him his second ESPY for best male athlete with a disability. His story has been featured on Oprah Winfrey Show, Larry King Live, 
ESPN Sports Center, HBO's Real Sports, ABC's 2020, and Good Morning America. He continues to inspire as the author of his book, No Excuses, the New York Times bestseller. Welcome to the show, Kyle. It's an honor to have you on here. Hey, thanks, man. No, I, I, uh, I, I love it. I love the message that you're trying to share. So this is, uh, this is very cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I read your book actually when, when it first came out a long time ago, and I don't know, maybe, maybe, uh, your book inspired me is what has led me to have this message on my own career now. So it's really cool that you're on the show. Uh, that's awesome. Um, I think there's a lot of a lot of parallels there. You know, I think you're just helping other people kind of show that. Just like you said, you know, with the story that you told in that first segment about the the fleas, I mean, it's you know a lot of the limitations that we place are just sort of limitations that exist only in our mind, and a lot of times they aren't really valid until we go out there and, and test it, and realize that there is no validity. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's something you learned. So your your message that you're using to inspire the world with these days, uh, your message of no excuses. This is a message that was actually taught to you by your parents growing up, right? Yeah, you know, unbeknownst to me, I mean, I think when I was a kid, I didn't really know any different, you know, I mean, they just kind of treated me as, as normal, and, and I didn't really see myself as, as different, I didn't see myself as disabled, um, you know, Lee kind of gave a little bit of a, um uh, idea of this in the intro, but to give the listeners kind of like a more visual idea of, of, you know, what I look like, what I was born like, then basically, like, you know, my arms are um, the length, right, they end right at about the elbows. And so my legs, you know, are, are as long uh, up to about the knee. So it's on all four limbs. And so I mean, it was very, very rare to have like four limbs affected by congenital amputation. And I think my parents made some important decisions early on where they said that they weren't going to treat me any different. You know, that they were going to go and treat me the same as, um, you know, as, as any other kid. And I've got three younger sisters and we just kind of all grew up, you know, with it you know, being normal. It wasn't really even something that we really thought about that much. Yeah, but uh, it sounds like they made the excuse. They made the uh, the uh, plan right away. They made a decision right from the beginning that they weren't going to allow you to make any excuses. So by them doing that, how did that help you grow into the person that you are? You know, I, I think I I'm grateful for it because it let me go through and and learn how to struggle. You know, learn how to fail. And I mean, the deal is is that. You know, we, we don't, and you know this, I mean, we don't get anywhere in life without going and exposing ourselves to a certain degree of failure, a certain amount of risk. And even when I was a baby, you know, picking up a spoon and learning how to go and eat, you know, I had to go through and, and drop it like over and over and over again, maybe like hundreds of times or a thousand times before I figured out how to do it for the first time. And I think that the amazing thing that they did for me was held themselves back instead of like jumping in and trying to do it for me. Yeah. That that probably was pretty tough at times, I bet. <laughs> so your passion for wrestling is one of the things that I think drew me to your book before because when your f- book first came out in 2005, I was a first-year teacher and a wrestling coach, actually. So my passion has always been with wrestling. But your first sport that you, that you loved was actually football, right? Right. Yeah, so how did that, how did that happen where, uh, when you're wanting to play your first sport and – it became football and you're introduced to that. How was that experience? It was awesome. I mean, it was just, they basically brought a flyer home from school and told my family I wanted to go out and I wanted to go and play. And I kind of imagined the coach was going to go and, you know, like line me up as quarterback. And, and so <laughs> it wasn't quarterback, but like first snap, he went and uh, my coach told me to go as, uh, line up as a nose guard. So defensive line, line up right across from the center. The guy's going to snap the ball. And basically my strategy in football became, you know, just like, 
take a you know a three foot gap and just cause havoc inside of it and take my helmet and smash it into the guy's shins whenever they try to come through my hole. So it was uh, you know ironically it was kind of a sport that kind of became natural at first. I, I fell in love with it. It was it was definitely like that thing that kind of expanded my mind to go and say like wow like I, I can really go and do anything. <laughs> yeah. So in your book. There's a you have got you get a lot of praise from the book. Like I said, I I, I really love the book, and I'm not the only one that has that opinion. You have a, there's a inside the covers. There's a there's lots of people that have get praise on your book, and so I'm going to read a couple of those. Um, one of them from Troy Aikman says the significant achievement occurs to those who have the courage to overcome disappointment and setbacks to pursue their dreams. This is an inspirational book about perseverance of the human spirit. Let Kyle inspire you. That's a great, great quote. And another one I really like, Wayne Gretzky has one that he has on there. Greatness is measured in different ways, but it only has one common denominator, finding a way to succeed. Kyle Maynard has done that by making no excuses. So like his quote, from reading your book and seeing some um, speeches of yours, finding a way is, is the main part of his speech. But growing up, you had to find your own way to accomplish a lot of things, right? And again, I, th- I think it's, you know, really everybody does in, in a different sense. You know, everybody has some type of disability, some type of challenge, you know, and, and, and I mean, it may look very different and it may not be something that you could actually see in a lot of respects. You know, I mean, many of the people that are listening to this may have battled, you know, um, intense disabilities that you wouldn't be able to see in the outside and, you know, really hard stuff emotionally, psychologically, you know, spiritually, like things, you know, that were that happened to us and, you know, that we kind of hold from the past. Um, there's so many things that can happen that that aren't even really very visually apparent. But I think even then, I think that the point is, is like, regardless of the circumstance, like we are where we are right now and, you know, focusing on like, what things can we change about our lives? Like what things can we go and control? And like, what kind of life can we create going forward? Instead of like lamenting over all those things that we can't change and, and wishing and dreaming, you know, praying that like things would be different. Like, what can we go and do today? Like, what can we go and and, and that's that message that you're sharing. You know, it's like, you know, the, the gym is, you know, it is like 10% physical. You know, I mean, it's it's everything else, all the other benefits that come with it that um, that change a person's life. And and that's that's why it's so important just to get out there and to go and do it. You know, you're not doing it just to go and like, you know, lose 10 pounds, even though that might be the motivation to go and start. But it's like, you know, all the stuff that happens when you go and set yourself on a path to, to just pursue something greater. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you, you mentioned a second ago about, uh, how you had to learn, learn to fail a lot. And that, that was, a, that was an important lesson that you had to learn early on. Uh, when wrestling came around, you lost your first 35 matches before you figured out how to do it. And when you were a senior, yeah. So tell me about, tell me about that, uh, how that perseverance had to play into effect there to make it through that period. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, over and over and over again, I lost every match like halfway up, um, and through my second season. So I'd lost, like you said, 35 times in a row. And I like, basically begged to quit. It was, I might, my dad was kind of the one that kept me going with it. And he basically sat me down and told me the story. He said, he said, um, he'd been a successful collegiate wrestler. And I knew that. And, uh, and so he said, I want you to know that I didn't win a single match my first year in wrestling either. And he said, but I did my second year. And he said, if you sign up this season, you're going to win a match this year too. And, uh, many years later when I was interviewing my, uh, 
my grandpa, his dad, for my book. I was um, asking my grandpa, I was like, what was that like for my dad when he was going through all these losses over and over and over again, you know, early on? And it's at that point that I found out that whole story was a complete and total lie. But <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a good one. And, you know, it was like, just like, just like he said, I mean, like power of suggestion, you know, like I, I ended up winning that first match that year and, and just didn't look back since then and ended up getting me on wrestle varsity senior year of high school up against able-bodied athletes and, uh, you know, went, uh, wrestled varsity 103 pounds. There's no way I'm making 103 pounds today, but I had, uh, you know, ended up winning 36 varsity matches and got invited to go to the nationals and ended up, um, uh, doing well there and was one match away from being a high school all American. Wow. That's awesome. Um, Randy Couture, I know, uh, he must be, I know you're a fan of uh, UFC and you do mixed martial arts also, but he has a quote in your book. It says, we often measure the heart of a champion by his success. I believe a true champion is measured by how he overcomes adversity. Kyle Maynard embodies the true champion spirit and motivates me to be a better athlete and a better person. So wrestling, you, you became really passionate about wrestling and you wanted to, you, you ended up going on to college to wrestle in the collegiate level too, right? I, I did. I wrestled a club at the University of Georgia, so there was no um, real Division One wrestling to speak of in the Southeast when I went to school. And um, it was a great experience, though. It was cool because, um, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, in, in, in many high school sports, people feel like they're being, like, pressured into doing something that instead of, you know, with this, the club team, it was like everybody wanted to be there. And I think it kind of changed yeah. the mentality. It taught me an important lesson that, you know, whether it's in work and life and just getting up and going to the gym, like, if you go and tell yourself, like, oh, I have to do this or, oh, I have to do this diet or whatever else, then, like, it sucks. You know, like, you don't have a good time doing it. And then I think when you really embrace the fact of like, no, I get to do this. Like I want to do this. Then, you know, it, it just really does make it a lot better. Yeah. Um, in your book, it talks about, uh, did you, you had to struggle to become a college wrestler, didn't you? Did, wasn't there, uh, some hold back there? Uh, well, there's, uh, so yeah, there's, there is to some degree, uh, legislation that has negatively affected wrestling and many male sports. Um, it was legislation that was initially set out to, to help benefit um, uh, women's sports it's called Title IX, and so it brought a lot of scholarships to like women's programs. And the, the inadvertent consequence of that was that many male programs ended up being cut because um, proportionately a school, for instance, like the University of Georgia, that's over 60% female has to provide over 60% of the scholarships to females, and which is great. But at the same time, you have a sport like football at the University of Georgia where there's, you know, a massive football team. I don't know how many, 60, 70 scholarships or something like that. And then you've got, you know, not in the equivalent sport for the females. And so it really so sports like wrestling, sports like men's gymnastics, um, track and field, tennis, uh, baseball, even soccer, a lot of, uh, you know, water polo, things that, you know, are, are, are great legitimate sports that aren't necessarily big revenue generators for institutions end up getting scrubbed out. So it's just, you know, I mean, we could sit here and talk about the uh, unintended consequences of some of the decisions in Washington all day, but that's that's been one of them. Yeah. So along with football and then wrestling, uh, you really became a, 
an athlete of all kinds of different sports. But there's a quote on your on your book again from Arnold Schwarzenegger: "No excuses will really pump you up." As a champion weightlifter and wrestler, Kyle Maynard is the real deal. But as a champion human being, he is one of the most inspiring people I have ever met. I recommend no excuses to everyone. So I know you've done a lot of weightlifting and you're really involved in CrossFit now, but tell me, what are, what are some of the weightlifting records that you've set? Um, well, I did uh, competed for, um, for a little bit, <clears throat> basically in a lift that was sort of a modified bench press. And to give you a visual of how that works, I'll take um, cuffs around my arm and basically strap chains to those and then tie free, you know, basically loop the free weights through the chains. <clears throat> the chains are attached to the cuffs, the cuffs on my arm, and they'll lay and do different lifts, whether it's different presses, things like that. Uh, my favorite lift, though, is off my back doing sort of a modified bench press. It's like a butterfly press type motion. So, you know, for people that haven't done that before, it's like if you imagine the way that a butterfly flaps its wing, then that's kind of the, the motion that I do on the bench. And um, some of the, the highlights there were um, that in 2000, let's see, 2004, I lifted uh, uh, a little weight, about 125 pounds at the time, and lifted uh, 240 pounds 23 times in one set and got to win the uh, unofficial title for GNC's, like, world's strongest team. And then in um, 2009, with... Um, um, actually, this is 2007 with uh, the same sort of chains and cuffs tied around my arms. I ended up um, doing a competition best of 360 pounds. And then in 2009, had my personal best in the gym of um, a bench of 420 pounds. Wow. <laughs> that's, inc- that's incredible. Uh, we're going to take a, a commercial break here in just a second. But first... Listeners, Kyle has an assignment for you. So I want you to listen to Kyle. What I want you to do her real fast. Yeah, the the challenge that I get to give people whenever I go out there and, and, and talk and speak is if you, you see, there has to be some actionable takeaway. Just like when we're listening to this, like you guys have to go and realize at some point, you know, we got to like shut off the, you know, podcast, got to go and do something ourselves. Like we, you know, we, we have to act if we're going to go and have any type of, you know, success. So the challenge is this. Write down, and there's power in like writing something down. Like write down what is the single biggest, the single greatest excuse in your life that is keeping you from reaching your highest human potential. And then I want you to write down too, how different would your life look a year from today if you made a decision that changed that excuse right now? Awesome. Okay, so listeners, take some time right now to write that down. Write those two things down, and when we come back from break, uh, we'll continue from there. But you're listening to Be Fit for Life. I'm Chad Austin. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick and mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24 7. It's in the home, it's on the go, it's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King. 
for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness.com at gmail.com that's chad austin fitness at gmail.com now back to be fit for life welcome back everybody i'm chad austin you're listening to be fit for life i'm here with kyle maynard uh before uh we go any further i want to remind everybody or if you're just tuning into the show you have a chance to win an autographed copy of kyle's book no excuses which is a bestseller in 2005 if you want a chance to win then what you need to do is go to my Facebook page. You can go to my Facebook page on the link on the right-hand side of the Be Fit for Life show page. It'll take you right to my timeline. You're going to post your favorite inspirational quotes. And so between now and midnight tonight, you can post as many times as you want to. And the more you post, every post is going to be an, an enter in the raffle. And so I'm going to draw tomorrow morning, and the winner will get an autographed copy of Kyle's book. And so before we left the break... Kyle had an assignment for you. First, you're going to write a few things down. First was what is the one thing that is holding you back in life? What one thing are you letting holding yourself back right now? You were to write that down, and then you were to write down what would your life be like a year from now if you were to stop doing that, made a decision to stop doing that right now. And so now we're back to Kyle. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think there's, you know, power and sort of like imagining and sort of visualizing how different, you know, our, our life and circumstance could be just off of, you know, making that one change. Sometimes we get, you know, sort of caught up in like the 20 things that we have to go and do and change. And, you know, and, and I know some people that are listening, listening to this, like they're hungry for it. They're hungry for life change and want to be a better version of themselves. So it's like, and the challenge is sometimes like, what do we focus on? And I think that, you know, trying to narrow it down to one thing helps us because, I'm not the only one that's, you know, made New Year's resolutions and, you know, 20 things we want to go and do and change. And, and it's like, you know, three weeks later, it's hard to even look at the list because we try to, like, take on too much. And our mind, our willpower is a muscle. It's an exhaustible resource, just like any other muscle in our body. And if we overtax it and over fatigue it, then we'll fail. And I think it's, um you know, there's, there's some ways to sort of hack that and, and, and get around that. But at the same time, it's like there's and just just choosing, you know, what's the one single most important thing that's holding you back, like changing that one thing. Like, I mean, that could could affect so many areas of your life. And, and you know, there might be a thousand different things that people have. But, you know, if, if you just pick one and it's going to be 
the you know the most significant life change that you could you could ask for at this moment. Yeah, that's a very powerful, powerful thing to do. And but I know I've uh, heard a speech that you've done before where you've mentioned this challenge, and I've done it, and it definitely makes a big change when you can change your mindset on something like that. What how you can stop letting something hold you back. That's awesome. So you've done it. So what was like your one thing? I mean, if you're, if you're willing to share that, I don't know if that's uh, um, too personal, but no, my one, my one thing is the feeling of not being good enough. And so mm. for any new thing that I would want to try, whether it be this podcast uh, that I want to try or before this a couple of years ago, it was my fear of public speaking or, uh, there's been several things, but that would be always be the fear that would hold me back is the feeling uh, that I'm not good enough. But think of the power that when you make the decision to get rid of that feeling, then uh, there's a, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have that same kind of doubt, self-doubt. But get, to get rid of self-doubt, that is, uh, that is very powerful. And so definitely uh, that's a very powerful uh, project to do is to do that lesson right there. That's so cool. And look at what you're doing now, man. I mean, that's incredible. That's what, that's what happens when you just take a step forward. You know, I, I really, uh, really admire that. Um, and that you'd be that open and vulnerable to be able to like share that. Cause I, I guarantee many people, myself included at times, you know, face that same feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's the one thing I guess I've learned as a trainer is that, uh, it, you, if it's more, it's powerful to show weakness sometimes. And so, I mean, that it's other people need to be able to see that they're not the only one going through the challenges and going through the obstacles that they're going through. And so. So that's right. You know, I think sometimes we go and look at somebody else and go and perceive them that, you know, be so great. They've got it figured out and all this stuff. And if there's been one major lesson I've gotten to learn as a public speaker, you know, I've gotten to meet some amazing, amazing, inspirational people. And I've gotten to meet some people that like, you know, might really be super (laughs) amazing on stage and and off stage are not. And, uh, you know, it's like, I think that that's, it's just, uh, you know, you kind of got to go and realize like there's nothing that separates you, me, or anybody that's listening to this, like, we've all got the same stuff, came from, you know, the same source, you know, uh, and, you know, whether you believe that from a theological standpoint or scientific standpoint, like, we all literally did come from the same stuff, the same matter, and, you know, the stuff that exists in us is the same stuff that's, you know, forged the uh, the stars. So it's, I, there's just a lot less separation, I think, between us and our capabilities, and sometimes we, we perceive. Yeah. So you have overcome a ton of obstacles in, in your life, but you always, you always are, uh, I think it seems like there's so many obstacles here because you're always up for the next challenge. And so that's one thing I've known over the, over the years when I first started getting your book and when I followed you, you're always on to your next challenge. And so you've been a wrestler, you've been a football player before that, a weightlifter, uh, mixed martial artist, and you just completed your was you said was your biggest challenge was you just climbed to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro, right? Right. So how did you come up with the idea to do that? And what was that like? <laughs> you know, I was wondering the same question myself when we were there looking at the mountain, <laughs> because it was uh, like, what did I get myself into? It was the thought going through <laughs> my head, but it was, um, it was an amazing feeling. I mean, just being there in the mountain and I mean, it was, you know, it, to your point, to me, my interest is in sort of, you know, very different things as opposed to like going on that path of you know, just pursuing one thing to the extreme. I mean, I'd like to, you know, experience a lot of different stuff. And, um, Kilimanjaro was is something that had been a dream there for a while. And, um, 
you know, get in and, and be there and stay on the mountain and, and just, you know, spend, we spent 12 and a half nights, you know, going to, uh, to the summit. It was, um, an amazing feeling and, um, an amazing, amazing trip, but it was also, like you said, it was the, probably the, the physically the toughest thing, mentally the toughest thing I've ever had to go and face. I mean, it was, um, a, basically a 38 mile trail up to 19,340 feet. And I was doing it in a bear crawl down on all fours. And so it was, um, you know, not something that we could really speed up. You know, you just got to keep going through the trudging and, and, and that's, you know, in that instance of self doubt, I definitely met many moments of, of self doubt on that mountain. And, um, <laughs> I think it taught me a lot about myself. Just taught me a lot about, you know, just trying to, to connect to a deeper purpose of, of, of you know, of, of what gets us through something like that. Yeah. I, I imagine I just did a, a tough mutter, uh, recently in Kansas city. And that was, uh, my last big challenge like that, that it's, uh, but, uh, is that, is that something that's on your list to do by the way? Yeah. I love, uh, okay. I love the concept of some of those like tough mutters and those races like that. I've got some friends that, um, started up the Spartan races and they, now have a program called the death race so they do it's like seven two hours that literally the, the waiver i think that they say says like you probably you know might die so it was uh, <laughs> there's uh i don't know I, I got some you know just varied things what there's a um a good friend of mine really good friend of mine is a former navy seal commander named mark divine who uh he does a program called feel fit and he's um got a uh like a five day Kokoro challenge that's, um, you know, the closest thing that simulates like a Navy SEAL hell week. Uh, you know, at some point I want to learn to sail across an ocean, like sail around the world, maybe. I mean, there's, you know, getting the track on world and experience that there's, there's a lot of different stuff. Maybe some made bikes across the country. I don't know. There's, there's always stuff out there to be going to do. And it's, to me, it's less about trying to like, you know, prove something and more about just the experience itself, you know, just going out there and, and just enjoying it and, and having a reason. I'm, I'm the type of person that like, you know, I will make excuses myself if I don't have like a goal to train for. I mean, I, I know that about myself. Like I'll be like, yeah, whatever. I'll push the workout off to the next day or the next day. And like, to me, like having like a goal to, uh, to work towards is, is really what keeps me going. Yeah, me too. I, I'm always, I, I always tell people I work out really hard and I love to work out, but it, it's, I always tell people I'm training for something. I just don't know what it is yet. <laughs> so I'm always looking, I'm always looking for a new challenge to do. But, uh, I remember from your book before when I first read it, I really liked, and I, I had to do a double check when I knew I was going to have you on the show to make sure I, that is how I remembered it. But you actually have a meal plan and a workout plan in your book. I thought it was really cool. And so I know right now you do a lot of CrossFit and you do jujitsu and things like that. And you're still active with mixed martial arts, but uh, what does your training consist of now? And uh, is there anything that you're training for uh, specifically more than others? Uh, that's a great question. Uh well, for one, I think that uh, I definitely have made some major, major diet revisions in the uh, in the book, and I've um, had developed a sort of a geeky interest in um, biochemistry and just sort of understanding, like you know, my you know hormones and my you know just general like health and performance, and more than anything, you know, neurological performance and how to get the most out of like you know mind, creativity, things like that, um, and that's. 
I kind of subscribe, not kind of, I'm very diligently subscribed to sort of a, a modified like paleo diet where it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, I basically just try to eat as much, you know, quality grass fed, um, meat, uh, lean meats, and then, you know, veggies, just get a, you know, fridge full of like, you know, green veggies and stuff like that. And then like, um, I'll do potatoes and, and some starches and stuff because I think as an athlete, you definitely do need a little bit higher carbohydrate. And, uh, it's, um, you know, I'll do, uh, <clears throat> um, I just, uh, the three things that I really try to avoid are, um, one for one wheat and any gluten containing item. I think even a micro exposure to gluten can be, can be bad for someone that shows a sensitivity and like, possibly one in three, maybe even as much as one in two people in America do have a gluten sensitivity and don't even know it. Um, yeah. The, uh, um, highly recommend that checking out for people to go gluten-free. However, that being said, there are a lot of, you know, crappy processed foods that are gluten-free as well. So, um, you know, I try to eat like a, you know, just quality, uh, you know, whole food type diet without, without the gluten. Um, number two, so the, you know, wheat and, gluten and flour and all that stuff would be number one that I try to eliminate from a diet completely. Number two would be sugar and processed sugar. Sometimes I'll flip up, have an occasional Coke Zero, but I guess it's not the worst thing in the world. And number three, um, uh, processed oils. You know, if you see the, the like vegetable oils and canola oils and stuff like that, like, um, you know, peanut oil, safflower oil, soybean oil and all that stuff, like, it's just not fit for human consumption. So I try to stick to cooking things pretty much exclusively in either coconut oil, grass-fed butter, um, or like grass-fed uh, ghee. And ever since I started doing that, it's it's been absolutely amazing. Um, and to give a very short story from a training perspective right now, I'm, I've been doing a lot more Brazilian jiu-jitsu and loving that. Definitely want to go and start competing in the near future. I haven't gotten to compete in jiu-jitsu since like 2008. So um, that's, a, that's a goal. And I think strength is kind of a um, big underlying factor with that. So I do a, a lifting program um, called Windler's 531. And it's uh, by a guy named Jim Windler who's um, just an amazing power lifter that had a thousand pound back squat. But then um, after he stopped training, he just kind of made this program up when there's five through one and literally it's just like a, you know, significantly less training time, significant more um, simplicity than he ended up um, almost having a better total um, powerlifting total and bench squat. And, um, wow and deadlift uh, off of a just, yeah, ridiculously simple program. So I really follow uh, Jim Windler's 531, and there's a ton of information about that online. I just Google Windler 5-3-1, and that, uh, and that plus, you know, some CrossFit workouts and Jiu-Jitsu thrown in there, then that's kind of where I'm at right now. Oh, that's that's really cool. I'll definitely have to look up that guy's program and see more about it. But it sounds like you're – you definitely definitely sounds like an elite athlete's uh, meal plan and workout schedule to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, <laughs> but so whether you're uh, an elite athlete or not, you know, it's just about to me. It's like optimal performance. You know, like how do you like you get addicted to feeling good? You know, and and I know yeah. when I go and eat something crappy, it's just going to make me not not feel good. So it's like 
you know, that, that to me is like the greatest like motivation. And, and, you know, after a while, a piece of bread starts looking like a piece of styrofoam, but you don't have to even like really take any willpower at all to like resist it. Yeah. That's why I always tell people, tell my clients, it, it takes, it, it just, once you build a habit, it takes a while to build the habit. Once you build the habit, it's not as hard as it seems at the beginning. It's really harder. It's harder to get started, started than it is to continue once you get in right. the workout zone. But well, Kyle, uh, listeners, don't forget, uh, get it, make sure you put your hat in there and get a chance to win a copy of Kyle's book that he'll autograph and I'll get to the winner. So make sure you post on my Facebook page, post your most, your favorite inspirational quote, uh, and midnight tonight will be the cutoff tomorrow morning. I'll let everyone know who won. Uh, Kyle, thank you so much for being on the show. You truly are an inspiration to me and everyone else that you continue to overcome all obstacles and keep challenging yourself and push yourself to the next limit. And I definitely admire that. And I uh, definitely, you're a role model to me and many other people in the world. So I appreciate you being on the show. It's been a pleasure. No, man, you've, uh, you've inspired me. And especially hearing that the message that you're carrying out to people is, is an important one. So, so keep going, brother. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, everybody, uh, you've been listening to Be Fit for Life. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back for one more segment of the show. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned into Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. This is Be Fit for Life. So we just got done talking to Kyle Maynard. Kyle, thanks again for being on the show. Kyle is such an inspirational uh, figure, inspiration to everyone, how he overcomes obstacles and doesn't let any excuses hold him back. 
So be sure to, I've read his book. It is awesome. I've, it's been one of my favorite books for a long time. So be sure to post on my Facebook page. Post your, most, your favorite inspirational quote on my Facebook page. And every post you put is another inner entrance in the drawing that I'll have. And whoever wins will get an autographed copy of Kyle's book. He'll autograph it himself and we'll send it out to you. So don't miss out on your chance to do that. Um, earlier today, we first we started the session with an accountability checkup. And so be sure to do this every week. And so print these forms off. If you haven't printed it off yet, so you don't have to keep scrolling back in my timeline on Facebook. Print these off so you can use them every week. And remember, this is always just the fourth step of that evaluation sheet is to forget about last week and move on. So whether you got an A last week or whether you flunked last week, it's last week. It's time to move on. Fitness is about doing better every week than you did the week before, doing better every month than you did the month before. Just always getting better. So whatever obstacles you faced last week, put them aside and don't let them get in your way this week. I posted two playlists. So there's one I already told you about, the No Excuses playlist. So we talked about how to balance fitness in your busy schedule today, which is sometimes a challenge. You want to have time for work, and but you also want to have time for your family time and everything else. So we don't always have time to have hours at the gym talking to our friends. We want to get in there and get out and get a good workout in. So I posted a couple good workouts so you can get in and get the, get in a tough workout in 30 to 45 minutes and get the same results, if not better results, than you are when you spend hours there. So be sure to look at my playlist on my YouTube channel. You can get to my YouTube channel. On the right-hand corner, there's links. So it should be one that says Chad Austin Fitness YouTube page. Click on it, and on my playlist, there's a No Excuses playlist, and there's two workouts. There's a No Excuses gym workout and No Excuses at-home workout. And so either whether you can make it to the gym or not, uh, I've got you set up with gym equipment for one workout. And the other one is this inexpensive stuff you can do at home. So you don't have an excuse whether you, whether you have just a little bit of time or not. You can have time to get your workout in. The other playlist, it's a new playlist I've made that's called Explosive Endurance Training. And this is explosive. It's a program I'm making for wrestling uh, that I will talk more about in the future. But right now it just says coming soon. But it's, there's an endurance training for the explosive athlete. That's what explosive endurance training is. It's basically now that I've been a trainer for so long, you, after you've been a trainer for so long and you're an ex-athlete, you always have these kind of aha moments where you're like, man, if I would have known this when I was a coach, this is how I would have done things. But basically, you know, a wrestler, you are constantly exploding. Explosive athletes, when you weightlift, you do. You normally have a, a couple really hard sets, a, a couple really hard reps, and then like maybe three to six really tough reps. And then you have like two minutes rest. So it's a, when you're going all out intensity weightlifting, you have a long recovery time in between sets, and that's generally how we train like that. But explosive athletes like wrestlers, there is no rest. You're exploding, 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 attacking, attacking, attacking. No rest at all. And so, how can you have that explosion all the way through the period, all the way through the match? So how many times we've been in the, in the last period of a match and we have to get a takedown to win a match and our legs are just spent. What if you had that explosion in the third period that you do in the first period when your legs are fresh? That's what the program is designed to do. So I have a video on there talking about it and I have a few and I have a wrestler's challenge. So your wrestlers out there that are getting ready for wrestling season to start soon. This is a good time, a good workout for you to start working on to make it a goal for you to finish this challenge before the season comes around. Uh, and if you're not a wrestler, 
if you want to look like an athlete, you need to train like an athlete. That's a, that's a great piece of advice how you tell a lot of people. So you don't have to be an athlete to like this workout. It's great for your legs. It's just a great workout overall. But there's a, so that's the playlist that just says an explosive endurance training. So check it out and leave comments on my page. Let me know what you think. Uh, and if you do like it, there will be more coming in the future. Uh, have a great week. This has been a great show. Thanks for tuning in. And I will see you next week on Be Fit for Life. Thanks. Thanks again for tuning us in. Please join Chad Austin next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Be Fit for Life on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, have fun, get active, and be fit. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.